Hey everyone, welcome to Whole Parenting Project. I am your host and coach, Joanna. Today I wanted to talk about a uh, special theme related to intuitive children. Um, I did it, I have a second podcast actually more in the woo realm um it's called evolve intuitive grit i'll put the link below there's a couple more uh podcasts related to this theme that is from there which is more of a intuitive sort of coaching platform um for those who don't know i'm a counselor um and i work as a coach a therapist and a intuitive counselor and so i kind of have a leg in different arenas but one of the things that's really important to me um, is to just kind of normalize and I think provide some support around intuitive children, especially parents or guardians or caretakers of them. Um, I find that in my practice, um, I work with individuals, kids, families, and um, parents that a lot of these children were referred because they often struggle with anxiety um, and things like that. And so sometimes they would have disruptions at home or disruptions at school. A lot of the parents of the families that I worked with were very protective of their kids in the sense that they didn't want any labeling or judging of them or their child, which I understand 100%. I am a very intuitive person. I was an intuitive child. I have intuitive children. I get it. Um, I can understand there's experiences that these children have that are sometimes unsettling for parents or the adults around them. There's this desire to not have them mislabeled. Um, I do not support pathologizing of children. I think that they're organic growing beings. Um, I tend to look at things very differently and very holistic and, um, which is why I created this whole parenting platform in the first place, because going into a coaching platform, even though I'm a weird blend of, um, the counseling and the coaching, it doesn't require like clinical labeling, right? Like you can just sort of address the patterns of concern and skill build, which is a better fit for me than kind of getting strong armed and having to label Um, a child with some sort of mental health diagnosis when a lot of times that's maybe not the best fit for them. So intuitive children, a lot of times what I find is this, they're born really open and really connected. So often from a young state of being, parents will describe them as being very perceptive, very attuned, very aware, seemingly very aware of things way beyond their scope of knowing or maturity level. Um, They might ask or say poignant things that are really sort of sometimes unsettling or um, startling for parents um, where they start to feel like they're being asked adult questions, even though they have these small little, just these small little beings. My own experience with my children has been amazing. They have taught me so much. Each of them is highly intuitive, but in their like own way. They've all had their different experiences. I've had different experiences with them. Um, these children sometimes, um, because of their higher perception level, do get anxious. 
um, and fearful. Um, they might have experiences that are kind of scary, whether it's like night terrors or seeing things or just these really strong fears that won't go away. They might describe knowings or past lives or ghosts or whatever um, abilities that can be very um, overwhelming for parents who may or may not have similar ability levels. Um, they're very misunderstood. They're mislabeled. Um, it can be very difficult for a child to be so highly perceptive and perhaps more perceptive than the majority of the adults that they um, are around. So this can include, you know, people within the home or outside the home, like extended family members, friends of friends, teachers, like really anyone that comes into contact with them. Um, and they struggle. They struggle quite a bit in life. They struggle sometimes with like these systems. School is one of the biggest systems that I've seen them struggle with. Um, sometimes it is simply them flooding and getting really overwhelmed um, prior to COVID with the long days at school, the expectations, the um, sort of the chaos sometimes, like the hallways, the oh, just you name it, um, the lights, the the transitions, like it, it just, they would come home fried or they had a hard time staying at school. A lot of these kids really are impacted by news, by observing like bullying between kids, by <sighs> dynamics that cause harm to others. They very, they very much take that on in their being. So if someone is being teased, like it can be like they themselves were teased if they observed that they don't understand it. Um, their emotional awareness level is very high. And so they often are different from kids their age and, and struggle in relating with them because they don't understand some of the sort of quote-unquote mean things that they do. Um, and it's hard for them to connect with friends because friends might be operating at one level and they might be operating on kind of a more what we would deem a more mature adult level. Um, so a lot of these kids actually tend to relate better to adults sometimes than their own peer group. It can be hard to foster awareness about these kids with other people who maybe aren't as intuitive. There might be a tendency to pathologize some of their experiences. I know as parents, we have this struggle in kind of knowing the balance between um, strengthening them, giving them tools and resources to maneuver through stress, but also protecting and buffering them from kind of the cruelties of the world. They can be hard to know how to respond to these children when they bring up topics that make us uncomfortable or maybe they, we don't even know much about. But my, my greatest encouragement is this year. One of the main focus points that I have when I work with intuitive children, when I would work with them directly, was to really deprogram this pathologizing of them. Um, over and over and over, I would really reinforce why their perceptions, their sensitivities, their gifts are, um, I always would say they're, they're, it's a gift with a responsibility, right? Like, it's not an easy gift to, to carry as a child. Um, there's, there's a heaviness to it for them, and I, I think that's really important to validate that, but I don't want them to look at it as a bad thing, and I don't want them to feel, because they understand that they are different, they're, they're perceived to be different, that that get pathologized as something very negative, so one of my biggest things has always been, like, really honoring 
what the gifts are, what how that translates to positive things. So, you know, it's hard to, to do that sometimes with small children who are seven or whatever. Um, but just really talking about that, you know, because of your perception level, like you really know what people are feeling and you really know how to be a good friend or a good brother or a great sister or whatever. You, you know, you're able to see the truth of what's going on, even if people can't. And then talking about the heavy side, which is sometimes they're going to probably feel like they're very misunderstood. Sometimes they're going to feel like they don't belong or fit in. Sometimes they're going to have conflict with adults because adults aren't going to understand or respect their opinion, even though they know that what they're perceiving, or hopefully they still know that what they're perceiving is, is, is true, um, that they feel a lot and that that can really overwhelm them. But you know, also offering that there's skills to help them manage sort of that, those really big emotions that can come through so they don't feel like the the emotions take over, like they're able to kind of stay afloat and I call it ride the waves. Um, one aspect that is really important when I work with intuitive children is I always work with the parents, kind of parallel, not because they're doing anything wrong, but just to strengthen you as a parent and how to support your child to, again, take away the embarrassment or the... Um, defensiveness or the worry around it like there's nothing wrong with your child your child's not broken because they have these different experiences I know it can be hard with the pushback sometimes from other people that your child might be different but the the difference is what makes them so beautiful and how to find that balance um, based on the parental rhythm and their preferences um, and how to support the child um, how to strengthen skill build how to respond how to be a support without suppressing or, you know, intensifying any of the fears and worries, um, and just helping the parent kind of unpack what they need to, and um, really strengthening the bond be between the child and the parent. I always see that as one of the most critical elements of the work. I never want to get in between the parent and the child. I'm always looking at doing more of a wraparound, because you as the parent, you're the, you're the most critical person in their life. Um, you're their lifeline, right? They were born to you for a reason. Um, and I know that it can feel scary sometimes if our, our children are experiencing things and we don't know what to do with that. And so that is um, a huge reason why, again, like I said, I created this platform was to empower parents, not to shame them, not to make them feel like what they're doing is wrong, not to make them feel like their kid, something's wrong with their child. It's, it's absolutely the opposite. Um, I do not see children as broken. I see them as sometimes experiencing things that overwhelm them, and it's just a matter of teaching them skills. They are some of my best clients ever. I have taught children to meditate. I mean, that seems hokey to some, but like they want to learn. They just don't know what to do, and, and that's part of the role of um, the work I do is to just support these children. A lot of the prior generations of intuitive kids we're really shut down, and maybe you as a parent know that. Maybe you were that intuitive child 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, whatever, and now you have this child who is also experiencing stress, and you're concerned about what their experiences might be because maybe you felt like you were shut down, dismissed, minimized, and validated, um, and you don't know what is um, a way to sort of respond to them that, like I said, is a balance between supporting them but um, not suppressing them 
and it can be scary to, to want to protect our children from having these experiences. Um, and I get it. Like I said, I totally get it. So communication, my bias in the work that I've done, one of the biggest things I think is important for intuitive children is the ability to communicate with you as a parent. You don't have to have the answers. You like They're not necessarily always seeking that. Most of the time what they really, really need in these moments where they come forward is what I call validation. One of the simplest things you can do in your communication starting now is simply validate what you feel is the emotional experience um, that they are having. So this is sort of through that stereotypical reflective statements like that seems, I can tell you're really struggling. I can tell you're really scared. I'm sure that was really scary. I can see how that would frighten you. Validating the emotion is not going to cause these children to be lost in it. It is actually the opposite. It helps diffuse it. If they know that you get it, you understand them, and you can be present with them, it is actually a way that they can calm down in that experience. I often tell parents when you do validation, what you will often see is a spike in the emotionality, so they'll kind of get more intensive with it, and then it will drop. So if you don't know what to do, the first and foremost thing I recommend is learn to emotionally validate and sit in the ick. Sit with your child in their emotional experience, and they will feel loved. They will be supported, and it will facilitate and encourage that they keep talking to you. They need to know that they can come to you. That is critical. You don't have to have the answers, but they need to know that they can come to you, that they are understood by you and supported, and that will keep them in a very bolstered spot, even amidst chaos, because you are, like I said, their lifeline with that. Um, if you don't know the answer, just say it. If they ask you or they're telling you about something and you're like almost overwhelmed or you're, you don't know what to say, tell them. You say, I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know the answer to that. But either you can say, let's check it out. Maybe you guys research it. Maybe you say, give me some time and let me see if I can come up with an answer and do it. Um, you know, go research something. Go find out answers. Circle back to them and say, hey, I looked into this and this is what I found. Talk to them. You will sometimes feel like you are talking to them like you're an adult. they're an adult, and that's okay. I often will engage with children like they are sovereign beings, not like they're, even when they're little. You know, maybe my tone or the word choices I use are gauged to their age level, but I will still talk to them like they are sovereign beings, that they have a right to their own belief systems and their own feelings, and not they're not... I don't ever try to talk to them like they're stupid. Um, I actually think kids know and are more connected to things than us and are in many ways more brilliant at living lives than ourselves. Um, that is my bias. But So those are some really basic recommendations um, as far as what you can do in the right now to bolster communication. Um, and like I said, this was more just kind of a throw out to you parents of intuitive children that there's a lot of parents, maybe close family, close friends are aware of maybe the gifts that your child has. I'm guessing otherwise it's sort of kept under wraps, um, not necessarily because of a shame thing, but more because of a protective thing, right? Like you don't want anyone kind of rolling eyes or making... Um, negative comments about it. These kids tend to be very emotional beings. They're very sensitive. They can get very easily dysregulated. 
I find um, when I'm working with them, we do a lot of coaching around how to soothe the body. Um, a lot of them have sometimes sensory stuff, like you just see that their sensory system overwhelms. Um, and so when their sensory system overwhelms, they're like their emotional, their, their emotions overwhelm. And so it's like they, them learning skills um, to really regulate the body is going to help them regulate their emotions. And so when they're feeling big, they can kind of downregulate. That is what we call it, where they can learn to sort of diffuse or lessen the intensity of that emotion so it's in a more manageable state. Um, and that's a life skill that's going to carry them forward. I have a lot of adults now who were intuitive children where they were shut down or their experiences were minimized and invalidated. And that's almost what we're doing is going back to that child state to really learn how to regulate emotions by, by staying connected to them, not by trying to move away from them. And a lot of children, intuitive children, they will kind of get into kind of a different cycle. Some will like shut down. Some will sort of stuff and then explode, and some just might seem like they're just all over, like a, a wave every day, just like all over, like they just emote, emote, emote. Um, and parents really struggle in knowing how to help their child sort of regulate, and that's, like I said, that's a lot of the work that I do and offer is to help children learn that and then to help coach parents on the skills that the children are learning so that you can cue them to do that on their own because that's really important. So if you're looking for more support, like I said, check out, um, I have a few podcasts on my Evolve Intuitive Grit. I'll put the link uh, under the episode description so you can kind of check those out. Um, you can also just contact me um, if you're wanting to meet, do a session, um, anything like that. Feel free to reach out through my website. This is why I developed the platform. Um, if you snoop it, you'll see all the different focus points I have with children and with parents. Like I said, it's really a coaching platform for parents, about parenting, by a parent. Um, very holistic, very positive, no one size fits all. There's no magic wand here. There's no, you just do this and it will work for every child. It's quite the opposite. Um, but there's general patterns, like I said, even in this um, episode about intuitive kids. There's general patterns sometimes that parents struggle with that. Um, there's different suggestions we can go over that might help bolster you in your role and you might feel empowered to help your child. So wishing you had the greatest of days um, and I will talk soon.